Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait, Food for Thought podcast. Today I want to talk about body image, but not so much about the concept of body image, but more so um, how we perceive ourselves based off of what we look like. Uh, First, I want to just start off by talking about my journey, if you will, with body image and how that concept for me personally has evolved as I've gotten older. So growing up, I was in a lot of sports. Um, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I was in a lot of sports and I never really thought about the way my body looked because I always felt so good. Like I was either in basketball, soccer, track, cross country, lacrosse. Um, And if I wasn't playing a sport, it was the off season. So I was always training for something. Um, I, I think I had a unique experience. I went to a private school for high school and most of my friends all went to a really, really, really big public school. For us, um, or for my school, we all had uniforms. It was smaller. It was very education-based. So, or, you know, just wearing whatever clothing you want to really accentuate your personality or, yeah, the different parts of your body. So for me, um, obviously, that doesn't mean that people didn't think about their bodies or have any uh, negative associations with their own body image. But for me, I never thought that way. I just came to school ready to learn. Um, sound like a nerd, but, um, yeah, I was just thinking of school and sports and boyfriends, but I never really had this negative association with my body, um, and how I perceived it. And then fast forward to college, um, very different, very, very, very different atmosphere. Um, you're around I was around thousands of people and my high school was 500 people from seventh grade through 12th grade. So it was just a huge shift for me. And I started seeing people that were really, really into what they looked like and their bodies. And I started becoming fixated on, on different aspects of my body. Like, oh, if I eat this, will I gain weight in my stomach? Um, how do you get a flat stomach? And I would look stuff up like that, like how to get a flat stomach. And I would see people, and this was before I really understood, because I think I was just really sheltered as I grew up. Like I didn't really know anybody that had eating disorders, or if I did, I didn't really think about it. Um, I just was very naive and just thought, oh, like everybody's just happy with who they are, blah, blah, blah. Um, but coming across like people in, in college that, um, later I found out had eating disorders, but I didn't know at the time I'd compare myself to their bodies. Like how, how do I get a small waist, but still eat the same amount? How do I lose weight in my thighs? Um, and still eat the same amount. I just didn't understand how people could look a certain way. And this is not to say that everybody around me had eating disorders, no way. But all I'm saying is I didn't understand the concept of, you know, there's people with different body types everywhere you go. So you can't constantly compare yourself to other people. So I began to have this notion of, or this, not notion, fixation, yeah, on my body and what I thought would look good and where I wanted to improve. And I found myself like at the gym, like going to the gym with a sweatshirt on and doing like more squats than I need to, or just stuff to just 
accentuate different parts of my body. Um, so yeah, I started to have this new found, I don't want to say obsession, but mindset, thoughts about what I looked like and how that made me feel. And I, I remember in college after a few workouts, I would go to the gym, do my workouts, come home and look at myself in the mirror on the side of my body. Like what I look like from the side, what I look like from the front. And it wasn't so much unhealthy, I would say. Like I wasn't eating less and working out more. I was just very observant of what my workouts were doing and trying to look better, essentially. Um, I didn't have any sports that I was doing or affiliations um, in college like I was all throughout high school. So it was all self, yeah, just like this new found sense of what fitness means. And I don't have a coach anymore. I don't have a basketball coach or a cross country coach or a soccer coach or whatever. I had to do this on my own. And then I started to realize like, oh, I can lift weights. Oh, I can do sprints. Oh, I can do, do squats on the squat rack. Like I was just learning about all these things that instead of doing or going to the gym to feel good about myself, like I was doing in high school, my workouts revolved around, well, what areas of my body could, could I improve upon? I was also doing a long distance relationship at the time. And one of my friends was also doing a long or had a long distance relationship. And I remember us going to the gym together and we started school in August. I went to school in New York my first year before transferring to Texas. So in New York, I remember we would, we would coordinate going to the gym and we'd be doing like a really hard workout. And, and we would, what we would work out like throughout the month of September. And both of our boyfriends were actually coming to visit us in October of that year. So when we would be working out, we'd just be like, every time we get tired, we'd just yell, October, October. And, you know, you don't realize this at the time, but I was working out to look good for my boyfriend. And so was she. Like, we weren't working out to feel good. It was just like, hey, we got to go to the gym. Our boyfriends are coming. And so, yeah, my, my perception and my mindset shifted from I'm doing sports to feel good to now, hey, I got to look a certain way. Because now I'm in college around, you know, skinny, attractive girls. I What can I do to improve myself? Um, so that's where everything shifted for me. Now, fast forward to after I graduated college, um, that mindset just kind of stayed with me throughout college. Like It didn't really get worse, I would say, but it didn't lessen. It was just this neutral thing of like, oh, let me work out to, to look good and my mindset started to shift my senior year of college um, after I broke up with my boyfriend at the time. And I started to find myself and as cheesy as that sounds, you know, figure out who I am and what I want. Um, and my mindset and perspective totally shifted into what do I want to do to make myself feel good? And that was what every action that I take nowadays, or at least try to take is what can I do to make myself feel good? So after I graduated college, I moved home. Um, I got a job at a climbing gym a few months after I moved home. And I had three jobs at the time, actually. Like, it was crazy. I didn't have a day off for, like, months. But I would just go from one job to the next job to the next job, um, work my ass off. But the nice thing was my hours were so – they just shifted all the time. 
So in the mornings, I would, you know, sometimes I wouldn't start work at the climbing gym till 10. So I would get there. I had a key. I would go to the gym at like 8. I would go on a run maybe outside or I would do um, the bike. I would climb. There's nobody in there at the gym. So it's super fun. I just cranked up the music and did whatever I wanted to. Um, It was really relaxing and soothing for me. And then throughout the day, as I'm working at the climbing gym, like if it's slow, I can climb with my friends or I can teach people how to climb. So I'm working out without even realizing it throughout my entire day. So I got really, really strong in a really short period of time. Like I was climbing... um, you know, a pretty moderate level, I would say, in a really fast time frame, um, just because I was always there and just always climbing and yeah, just whatever. I'm just there. Um, so I got, I, I noticed my, my shoulder for the first time, like I was doing a bunch of gym workouts before this, like weights or whatever. And I never saw quite the results, I would say, as I did with climbing. So my shoulders started getting broader. My, my biceps were more defined. My forearms were stronger. I could do, um, before I started climbing, I could do zero pull-ups. And then I started climbing and all of a sudden could whip out 12 pull-ups. Like that's crazy. Um, and I didn't even practice. I would just climb, climb, climb. And then one day I said, how many pull-ups can I do? And I did 12. Um, but I started to see this shift in my body. Like my arms started to get really strong and really defined. Um, and that was just a byproduct. It wasn't me trying to get nice arms. It was just me climbing and having a really good time. On the flip side, um, I realized like I've always been a runner. So <clears throat> I wasn't running as much. Like I did run quite a bit, but not as much as I used to. And I didn't do as many uh, leg exercises as I used to because I was just climbing all the time. And I started to see this decrease in my leg muscle. So I was at this weird balance where, or not balance, just weird time where my arms are getting really strong and defined and my legs are, are not getting as strong as they used to be. So I was starting to see the effects of different workouts on my body and how I need to start integrating different workouts to make sure that I'm getting stronger in all aspects um, of my life, whether that's mental strength because I'm trying a new workout, physical strength and, and giving myself enough muscle confusion so my muscles are always working differently and not doing the same motion every single day. And this really opened a new avenue for me to start understanding how different workouts could affect different muscle groups and what I can benefit from from different workouts and or how I can benefit from different workouts and how that will affect my body. So I started to feel really really good and at this point my mindset shift my mindset shifted from um what can I do to look good to how can I get stronger? How can I feel better about myself and feel like I'm putting all of my effort into these awesome workouts to see the to reap the full benefits. Um, yeah, so I loved, I loved just working out and not realizing I was working out and suddenly getting so much stronger. It wasn't like, like I find gyms, you guys so fucking boring, but I'll go because, you know, if it's too late and I can't go on a run or it's just closer to my house in the climbing gym, I'll just go for convenience and just get something done because I just need to do something. Um, but yeah, it was just really nice to do something that, you don't really know that you're working out. Like I wasn't spending my whole day sweating bullets at the climbing gym. Like it was just gradual and just, yeah, I would just be constantly, constantly climbing. Now that was about, I would say a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. And then I got a new full-time job. You guys, 
I worked before, like I said, before this full-time job, I had three jobs. My hours were so different every single day that my workouts could fluctuate and I could work out in the morning before work. So by the time I was done with all of my shifts or whatever I was doing, I could just come home and relax and decompress. And I didn't have to worry about doing a workout late at night. Um, And then there's something that's so different about doing multiple jobs at different hours and odd hours than doing a full-time job where it's just Monday through Friday in front of a computer. You're just sitting there. Um, yeah, just long hours of the day with your focus just on one thing. And it was so hard for me to adjust the first few months. Like before, before this job, when I had three jobs, before that in college, I was involved in so many different groups. I had like seven classes I was doing at one time um, with two jobs at the same time. So seven classes, two jobs and an acapella group. But I like all of that busy variety. Like it's a, it's a different day every single day. So this monotonous new schedule of mine when I first started this job was so, so, so difficult for me. Um, and it was so difficult for me to get into the swing of my normal workouts and my normal routines that I found myself like being super lazy. Like I would come home, I would be exhausted. We start work at 7 a.m. And I live, when I first started, I moved closer. But when I first started, I lived 45 minutes away. So I would have to leave my house at like 5.50 a.m. to get to work on time. Um, I would get home sitting in traffic for an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half. So I wouldn't get home until like 4.30 or 5, um, sometimes even 5.36. And then I would have to go work out. But I was so just exhausted like mentally and physically that I would just come home and just pass out and I wasn't drinking enough water I was drinking so much coffee so that I could um keep up and you know keep up with the fast-paced work environment um and yeah I was super dehydrated I was super tired I felt super weak and I stopped climbing and I saw this shift in myself um I saw this gradual decline of my strength and I didn't feel good about myself I didn't feel good about my body image and Um, yeah, I just felt like I was just, uh, like this new job that I didn't really know anybody I was new to. I wasn't good at it. I wasn't working out. My schedule was off. I just felt really off and not myself. So fast forward to now, I obviously I found my flow and I love what I do. And I've found ways I even wake up a lot earlier than work now. Like I'll wake up at 4.30. I'll try to wake up at 4.30 um, to have enough time in the mornings for myself, drink some coffee, to make some breakfast, um, to watch some shows while I do my hair. I frick fracking love Halloween, you guys. And it is spooktober. And every morning I'm watching a Halloween movie and doing my hair. And it's super, super, super relaxing for me, um, besides the point. But um, now that I found my flow and I'm comfortable with this busy schedule and this Monday through Friday um, 6.50 a.m., 7 a.m. to um, 3.30 or 4 p.m., I found my balance. But I have stopped climbing. I have stopped, you know, continuously climbing. And I, I don't run as much anymore. I still run, but not as much. Whereas, like, if I don't start work till 9 or 10 a.m., I have the whole morning to basically work out. Like, that's what I was doing. I was having my mornings to just work out. Now, I can't really do that unless I want to wake up at the ass crack of dawn. And by that, I mean 3.30 a.m. Um, and no thanks. I'll pass on that. But now what I'm doing is I I got a Core Power membership um, recently. Not recently. I guess like four months ago, five months ago, maybe even more than that, seven months ago. I don't know. But 
I love core power. It is one of my favorite workouts. It's the most challenging workout for me. Like every time I go to a class, you just think that, Hey, I've done this before. Um, no, it is hot. It is like 95 degrees. If you've never done yoga sculpt, it's 95 degrees. Um, it's fast paced. It's really not yoga at all. You have weights. Um, I use 12 pounds and 15 pounds and it is cardio. It is legs. It is arms. It is abs. And it's a little bit of stretching in the beginning and at the end to warm up and cool down. So it's a high intensity, fast paced workout in a 95 degree room. It is so challenging, especially mentally. Like I can come into classes sometimes like feeling like shit or feeling like ass about myself. And I just don't have a good workout because I just have such a negative mindset. So it it is super challenging for me. But the thing about core power is, is I'm finding myself so much stronger in areas of my body that wasn't strong when I was just climbing and just doing my workouts before I got this full-time job. I can do like push-ups before used to be like, I could do them, but just, I would feel heavy. Now push a push-up is nothing. Like I feel super light when I do a push-up and I could do, I mean, I haven't seen how many push-ups I can do consecutively, but just the fact that I feel different is, is amazing. Like I just feel this just lighter when I do a push-up as com or compared to when, before I did core power yoga. But the thing is, like I said, it's 95 degrees. So I'm, well, anybody that does this class is sweating a shit ton. Like you're sweating continuously more than you would if it obviously wasn't that hot in the room and you're just doing the same thing in, you know, a normal gym setting, but it's meant to make you sweat. It's meant to um, relax your muscles so that you're looser. And I have found myself lately like losing a lot of weight and I'm getting stronger, but I'm losing weight. I'm eating just as much. I eat a shit ton. Like I don't stop eating. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat no matter what. Like I just, I don't know how people can go their whole days without, without eating. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I have to eat at least once an hour or I just cannot focus. Like I get a headache. I get cranky. I can't look at my computer screen anymore, but I'm just losing weight and people have noticed. Um, my fiance said, asked me like, Hey, are you, are you eating enough? I'm like, bro, I eat all of your leftovers. Like, what do you mean? Am I eating enough? Um, my mom has asked me, she said, Hey, you got to eat some weight. You got to get some meat on you. Like eat more meat, eat more protein. Um, what are you doing to lose weight? Are you eating enough? I'm like, guys, I'm eating a shit ton. Um, I just had one of my um, friends that does one of my photography shoots, um, with me, said the same thing. He said, Hey, when I saw you, like I was just shocked because you look a lot leaner than when I saw you before when you were climbing. And lately, like this has really got to my head. Like I have felt self-conscious about myself. Um, I think it's important to know that anybody can be self-conscious of their body, no matter what size you are, you could be, you could be on the heavier side and you could be on the lighter side and everybody can feel some sort of insecurities about the way they feel. Like I don't want to feel too skinny. Like I feel like I'm fairly strong and I'm stronger than I look. I don't look that strong. I feel like upon first glance, but I'm pretty strong and I don't like to feel like I don't look strong or I look skinny and that my hard work is just being you know thrown away. But I think the fact that I feel this 
because somebody else or other people are pinpointing, you know, oh, hey, like you look kind of skinny. And then I'm now interpreting that in my own way, you know, means that I have my own insecurities that I need to deal with. I don't, it doesn't matter how strong I am to another person. Like I can, I can feel that strength within myself and be content that, Hey, you can call me skinny or you can say I look slim or slender or whatever. And that shouldn't affect me because I know personally that I am strong. Um, and I have some kick-ass workouts and that I'm doing everything that I can to make sure that I'm healthy, um, fitness wise and food wise, Um, but I think that there are areas that I can improve upon on mental health wise. Like I think emotionally I let things get to me. Um, lately I'll take a picture of myself and just say, Oh, I look like shit. Oh, I look horrible. Um, is that what I really look like? Actually just, this just happened a few days ago. I took a picture and I, I felt really fucking cute in my outfit y'all. And then I looked at these pictures. I said, um, I do not look like that. And my fiance said, you look like that and you need to accept that you look like that. Like you cannot be putting yourself down. And he said that he's pretty blunt with me. Yeah. He said, you can't have a fitness or inspirational account and sit here and tell me that how bad you look and how shitty you look. And you're talking down upon yourself when you're preaching to other people that, you know, they need to love themselves and be content with themselves. And that really hit me and made me realize like, I have not been so nice to myself lately. And I even about this podcast, I'm like, who the fuck is going to listen to this podcast? Like, I don't even actually listen to my own episodes because I don't want to. Like, I just know that I'm just going to pick, 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 pick it apart um, when I should just listen to it and say, hey, like, that's my authentic self. And that's what I was feeling at that moment. And yeah, maybe I didn't touch upon the points that I really wanted to prior to the episode or me sitting down to actually record but that's just who I am. And that's when I sat down and I turned my record button on. I just started talking and the most authentic self I could be has come through in this episode. So I think it's important to note if you are having moments of, I look like shit, or does this outfit make me look fat? Or does this outfit make me look ugly? Or whatever it is, whatever negative jargon you're using to explain your physical appearance or just, you know, you in general, like putting yourself down, I think find the alternate for that sentence. So instead of saying, does this outfit make me look bad? You can say, Hey, do I look good in this outfit? They essentially mean the same thing, but you're using positive words to you know, ask a question like, Hey, does this headband look good on me? Does this headband match me? Do, I don't know. Does, um, do these jeans make me look okay? Does it accentuate my best features? So I think it's important to try to switch your mentality and try to pinpoint things about yourself that you love. And you wouldn't go up to somebody and be like, Hey, you look ugly in that outfit. So why would you say that about yourself? Or, hey, you look really bad today. You, you wouldn't go up to somebody, and I hope not, and say, hey, you look really bad today. But I promise you, you probably looked at yourself today and said, hey, I look really bad today. Or I look like shit today. Um, or I look fat today. Or whatever it is that you're telling yourself that you are is just you being a super critical person of yourself and more critical than you'll probably ever be to another person. So... I am recognizing that it's not healthy for me to put myself down 
and to put my self concept of myself down, I need to recognize that, hey, just because somebody else said I look skinny doesn't mean that needs to affect how I feel about myself. I feel pretty fucking good about myself. I'm, and again, my perception of body image usually comes from when I'm feeling good about myself. Like when I've had a good workout, not necessarily like when I look my best. Like if I look my best and I don't feel my best, I don't consider that to be, I don't feel very positive about myself. Um, I want to feel good and then everything else will be just fine. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's super important that I don't take what other people are saying and let that affect me, especially when to myself, I feel great. But, you know, I hear all these things from other people and it starts to get to my head and I start to question like, oh my gosh, am I eating enough? And then I went to the gym at like 8 p.m. on a Saturday to just do arms so that I can start bulking on my arms so I don't look unhealthy. Um, I didn't want to look unhealthy and I didn't know if that's what these people are telling me. Like, hey, you look unhealthy. I just was saying, hearing like, oh, you look slim or all this shit. And I was like, what the hell? Also, you guys, I've been super self-conscious about my eyebrows. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. So I, my freshman year of college, I got my eyebrows like waxed from European Wax Center. They fucked it up, you guys. They burned some of my hair follicles. So, and I kept going to them, but you know, they just burned it. And I have a patch of fucking hair that won't grow back on my eyebrow. Um, and every time I go get my eyes, eyebrows threaded or like when I did get my eyebrows threaded, they're like, uh, you have a patch of hair that won't grow. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Thank you. I hear this every time I go to an eyebrow place. I get it. Thank you. And last November I said, screw it. I'm gonna let my eyebrows grow. I'm just gonna not touch them and see how much they can grow. You guys, uh, it has been almost a year, a year. I've growing my eyebrows for almost a year. Um, my right eyebrow fleeked out. My left eyebrow looks like a pumpkin patch, you guys. <laughs> it's like a huge patch. And I and I feel like when people are talking to me, like they're staring at my eyebrows. Like that's what I think people are looking at when they're talking to me. It's like, oh, like I can't hear what you're saying because I can't get past your patchy ass eyebrows, Sabrina. That's what I feel. And I got some castor oil and I think it's working. It's growing slowly and I don't have a wedding till next October, you guys. So I'm going to see how this castor oil works within the next year. And if there is no progress by next, I don't know, August, I'll get it threaded again. But anyway, back to my own self perception of how I look is, oh my gosh, people are looking at my eyebrows. Oh, I look too skinny. Oh, this outfit, like I'll put on outfits and I'm like, oh, I look way too skinny and this I have to change. So I look a little bit, you know, healthier. Um, and it's really getting to me, like it's affecting how I think about myself and it's affecting like my work. Um, not my, my work as in my full-time job, but just like wait for weight or whatever projects I want to do. Like I'm losing the self-confidence and I'm just like, eh, whatever, like I'm not good enough. And just like this, throwing this little pity party for myself. Like, eh, you're not going to be great at your podcast. Eh, no one's going to listen to your podcast. Eh, no one really cares about your captions that you spend, you know, a while writing and trying to be really heartfelt about. Um, but at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter if people listen to this podcast. I mean, yeah, obviously it'd be great, but this is pretty therapeutic for me. So finding those positive outcomes to whatever it is you're allowing yourself to get hyper-focused about is going to be super beneficial for you to make sure that you are 
constantly working and striving to have this wonderful, beautiful, amazing concept of yourself. And it takes work, you guys. Like Just like anything in your life, you're not going to wake up and be like, I'm the fucking best or I rock today or um, you know, today I'm going to kick some ass. Like you should think like that. But in reality, like we have days where we just wake up feeling like shit or feeling like a bag, a bag of dicks, pardon my language, but it's true. Like you just wake up sometimes just mm, whatever. Um, and you need to find ways to, um, actively work towards improving your self-concept of yourself. So writing things down. I say this all the time, you guys, and I don't ever actually do it. Like it's super bad. I've done it a few times, but, um, you know, taking out a journal and writing like today I am, I feel beautiful, confident, smart, successful. Um, trying to focus, focus on more positive words and then, or actually idea, Try doing the negative words first. So when you wake up, maybe you feel really shitty that day. Write in your journal, hey, today I'm feeling sad, angry, mad, not beautiful, whatever. And then following that, say, but I am. I think there's a difference between I feel and I am. And making sure you write them down because I think it's super, super, super important to also feel all of the negative things that you're feeling about yourself so that you can then conceptualize, understand, and process those emotions to then flip the perspective, have enough of, you know, uh, knowledge of how you're feeling to then say, okay, this is how I feel, but this is what I am. And that's how I'm going to carry this, you know, with me throughout the rest of my days. Um, so yeah, do whatever you can do to, uh, to help you visualize, conceptualize what you are. Maybe write it on your mirror. Um, that might help you so that whenever you're getting ready, it's right there in front of you. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am confident. I am whatever you think that you are. Um, even if you're not that yet and you want to be, maybe you don't think you're beautiful, which I hope you fucking do because you are. But if you don't, write it down anyway. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. And it's an affirmation. Tell yourself that all the time. And it's going to take work to feel good about yourself. And it's always going to be this evolving process of what can I do today to feel really good about myself and to feel confident about myself and to not let other people influence my perception of myself and my body image and who I am. And you know what? If you're looking at my eyebrows, I hope you're jealous of my of my patchy ass eyebrows. You know why? Because I bet you can't grow patchy ass eyebrows. <laughs> what? But I'm serious, you guys. Like, you just gotta make fun of the situation, make it light, make it, you know, just laugh at yourself. Like, yeah, just you are the way you are, and you gotta own it, and you gotta embrace it, and you gotta love it because you are in your body until you die. So why do you want to spend your life hating yourself or thinking less of yourself and comparing yourself to others? Like you are probably, think about this. You are probably comparing yourself to somebody that is probably comparing themselves to somebody else. And that person's probably comparing themselves to somebody else. And this, it's just this never ending cycle of who can I be like? Who can I be like? Who can I be like? And everybody around the world is thinking the same thing. Like who, who can I be like? For example, I think Lucy Hale you guys, is beautiful. I don't understand how a human could look like that. She probably got work done, 
I think she did, but that's besides the point. I think she's beautiful. I have like creeped her Instagram like, oh my God, like I want my hair like that or I want my lips like that or I want my eyes like that or her eyebrows are fleeked, you guys. She definitely has no patchy ass eyebrows. And then I'm just sitting there like months deep into her Instagram account like, what the fuck am I doing here just sitting here wishing I looked like somebody? Like, no. And she is probably, you know, she's in Hollywood. So you know she's for a fact comparing herself to other people. Um, And yeah, we're just in this vicious cycle where society really puts an emphasis on looks and beauty. And it's time that we start putting that emphasis, emphasis, emphasis on ourselves and learning to love ourselves. So before I rant further, I'll leave it there and answer some questions that I got through Instagram that I really love. One of the questions, um, and I think I'll summarize this as best as I can because I think I could honestly make a whole new podcast on this question alone is, do you believe in health at every size? That's a great fucking question. Um, I think this encompasses everything that I just talked about in this podcast so far. You can never know how healthy somebody is by looking at them. You could see somebody who, you know, maybe somebody's my height, five, six, and I'm five, six and like 120 pounds. Let's say, for example, there's a person that's five, six and 200 pounds, but that person is vegan and eats all fruits and veggies, like as healthy as you could be. But he or she, or let's say she, whatever, is just a little bit overweight for her size. There's so many factors that goes into what makes a person healthy. Um, yeah, maybe like internally, She's doing good for her body by fueling up her body with like healthy, natural, organic fruits and veggies. But maybe that person's overeating. Um, Maybe she can cut back on what she's eating um, to make sure that she's keeping a steady, healthy weight. And when I think of weight, I don't think that, oh, you're 500 pounds or you're 200 pounds. You're super, super, super unhealthy. I think like, how is this affecting? How is your weight at your height affecting your internal organs? That's what I think of when I think of health. I don't look at somebody and say, wow, you're unhealthy. Unless I see somebody eating like something that really isn't fueling their body at all and actually is harming their bodies. I think that's a totally different subject, but you can't just look at somebody and and assume that they are unhealthy or healthy based off of their height and weight. You, uh, you know, flipping the perspective, you can't look at a a person that's five, six and maybe, you know, 115 pounds and say, wow, she's super healthy because she's super skinny. That doesn't make sense either. Like there's so many factors in it. You have to take into account metabolism and genetics and diet and exercise. Um, you can, you can eat all the fruits and veggies in the world. If you're not exercising, you're not healthy. So I think that you, Again, this you can't just judge a book by its cover. You can't just look at a person and determine whether or not that person's healthy. And I think different heights and different weights can be considered healthy depending on the full scope of that person. So that's how I will answer that question without getting too deep into it because I could talk about it forever. Um, I think I kind of touched upon this question in the whole podcast, but just to address it directly... Um, what are ways to get out of a rut when you just feel like poo about yourself (laughs) or positive affirmations to say to yourself in the mirror? Um, 
yeah, I did basically touch upon this, but it's going to take work and it's going to take commitment. Um, and you just have to be willing. Like if you want to feel good about yourself physically and mentally, you're going to find ways to feel good about yourself. Like if you, if you want to feel better and you're not doing anything to make yourself feel better, you're not, I mean, that's up, that's your fault. That's not up. That's up totally up to you. That's like me saying, Hey, I want a promotion at work, but eh, I don't want to do the work, but I want a promotion. I want to raise. Okay. Do the work, put in the work. It's the same exact thing. You're not just going to, like I said, wake up feeling the world about yourself every single day of your life. So you have to work towards, Hey, today I'm going to write down in my journal, or I am going to say out loud, or I'm just going to sit here and meditate and think about, or I'm going to listen to a podcast that makes me feel good and inspired and motivated. And that's how you get your day going. But it has to be this constant journey for success and for self-fulfillment and for self-esteem and for self-confidence. And I think that's what this podcast is doing for me too. It's this verbal affirmation for me and this emotional processing for me that I don't usually do. Like I, I preach writing in my journal and I, I would like to write in my journal more, but I don't get enough fulfillment writing in my journal than I do writing it. We're talking through this podcast. Um, my journal is honestly like some text and then just like a bunch of Halloween doodles because I don't know, <laughs> whatever. It's fun. So those were my favorite questions. Um, Oh, and how do you affirm yourself when you compare yourself to others? That was my last question that I wanted to touch upon today. Um, yeah, you just can't compare yourself to others. Like, okay, you can admire things about other people, but you should never admire physical beauty about somebody else, about something that you can't alter about yourself. You know, like you're just putting yourself down and you're going to make yourself feel like shit if you just keep telling yourself that that person's pretty and you're ugly. So again, Everything just ties back into each other on um, what can you do to make yourself feel really good and positive and happy about yourself. Um, I'm a work in progress. You're a work in progress. We all have to work towards this goal of self-fulfillment and happiness. And at the end of the day, that's what everybody in the fucking world wants, no matter what you are doing, no matter what you are doing, you guys, happiness is the end goal of everything, everything. So why would you sit here and scroll on Instagram and look at pretty pictures and look at beautiful people and just be sad that you don't look like that? Like, no, focus on yourself, feel good about yourself and, you know, build upon making yourself feel like you're the best fucking person in the world. And yes, that is what I want to end on. Um, this was kind of a longer episode, but I think it was an important episode. Um, I want to start this new thing called whatever floats your quote. (laughs) It's not that clever, but I think it is, but it's fine. Um, today I want to end on a quote by, uh, Queen Oprah. I love this quote. It's on my website. And if you've never seen my website, it's W A I T F O R W E I G H T.com. But the quote is, I've given up scale watching. No longer will I let a number determine how I see myself and whether I'm worthy of a good day. You're not your body. And for sure, you're not your body image. Oh, powerful shit right there, Oprah. You are not your body image. Your body image is just however you perceive yourself. And you can perceive yourself to be whatever you want to be, you guys. It's just how you want to think about it. So go out there and perceive that you're the best fucking person in the world and make it happen. 
So with that, you guys, I'll see you all next week. Um, if you don't follow my Instagram, go ahead and give me a follow. It is W-A-I-T-F-O-R. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Back up. W-A-I-T underscore F-O-R underscore W-E-I-G-H-T. Um, if you have any questions or want to shoot me an email, it's W-A-I-T-F-O-R-W-E-I-G-H-T at gmail.com. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks, y'all.